Then he said, Go borrow empty containers from all your neighbors. Don't borrow just a few containers. Go in and shut the door on you and on your sons and pour oil into all those containers. 2 Kings 4, 3-4 Dear God, thank you that you give us exactly what we need. When we are sad, you fill us with joy. When we are discouraged, you fill us with hope. When we are weak, you fill us with strength. Please help us learn even more about how wonderful you are in our story today. Thank you. We love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Stew and Axe In our last story, war between Israel and Moab broke out. Elisha gave a word from the Lord that Moab would be given over to them. In this story, Elisha will help a widow and make an axe head float, as inspired by Second Kings. Hi again, it's Julia Sadler with the Kids Bible in Year podcast. I'm so excited you're here with me today. Today we're going to learn about a widow who almost lost her sons, prophets who were almost poisoned, people who almost went hungry, and an important tool that was almost lost forever. But then God stepped in and changed everything. Let's find out what happened. One day, the wife of a man from the school of prophets cried out to Elisha, My husband is dead, and you know that he feared the Lord. And now the man that he owes money to is coming to take my two sons as slaves. Elisha said, I think I can help. What do you have in your house? I really don't have anything, but I do have a little oil. Elisha responded, Listen up. Go and get as many jugs and bowls that you can get from your neighbors. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into each container until they are full. She did everything that Alicia said. She gathered up the jugs and bowls, shut the door behind her, and her sons helped her fill up each container. When all of the containers were full, the oil stopped. She told Alicia everything that happened. Alicia said, Go, sell the oil, and pay off your debt so you can keep your sons. There was also a famine in the region of Gilgal. The school of prophets was meeting to learn from Elisha. Elisha knew that the prophets were hungry, so he told his servant, Cook some stew for us in the large pot. One of the prophets went out to the fields to gather herbs and found a wild vine that had wild gourds on it. He filled up his garments with these wild gourds and put them in a pot of stew. As the man began to eat the pot of stew, they could tell that the gourds were poisonous. Alicia, the stew is poisonous, Alicia said. Get me some flour. He took the flour, sprinkled it in the stew, 
and then the stew was no longer poisonous. After a time, a man brought Alicia 20 loaves of bread that were baked from the first ripe grain. Alicia told the man, give it to the people. How can we give out 20 loaves to a hundred men? His servant said. Alicia said again, give it to the people to eat. The Lord has told me that everyone will eat and we will even have leftovers. His servant set the bread out and they all ate and had leftovers. One time, the prophets were offering to build a new meeting place for Elisha because the building they were meeting at was too small. Elisha, let us go to the Jordan and cut down some trees. Sure, go ahead, Elisha said. Will you please come with us, said one of the servants. I will come. While they were cutting down trees, the iron axe had fell into the water. One of the servants cried out, That wasn't even our axe head. Alicia asked, Where did the axe head fall in? The servants showed Alicia where the axe head fell in. He cut a stick, threw it in the water, and the axe head rose to the top of the water. The young servant then grabbed the axe head and restored the axe. Wow, that really was a hodgepodge of stories, wasn't it? A widow and oil, poisonous soup, magically multiplying bread, and a floating axe. These stories might seem like they're just about random miracles at first, but in the Bible, nothing is random. Every story has a purpose. And you know what's amazing? The hundreds of small stories that make up the Bible all work together to tell one huge, beautiful story, kind of like a puzzle. Let's see if we can put the puzzle of today's stories together. First, there was a widow who needed help. God did a miracle by filling a bunch of jars with exactly what she needed, oil to pay her debts and keep her family going. Second, there was soup that got poisoned. If God hadn't stepped in, everyone would have died. But he changed the very nature of the soup. So instead of bringing death, it filled everyone's hungry belly and brought life. Next, God fed over 100 people with just 20 loaves of barley bread. And even after they ate and were full, there was bread left over. Last, a valuable tool sank deep, deep, deep to the bottom of a river. But when God used Elisha to rescue it, even something as heavy as iron floated on top of the water, light as a feather. Now, before we try to solve the puzzle, I want to ask you a question. When someone makes you laugh, I mean really laugh, I mean a big, deep rolling on the floor can hardly get a breath laugh. Does it sound the same inside the house as it does outside, or is it different? And if you giggle, I mean really giggle, is it the same in the kitchen as it is in the bedroom, or is it different? It's the same. You sound like you wherever you are. And as you get bigger, your laugh might get a little deeper, or you might laugh at different things. But someone who loves you would recognize your laugh anywhere. Now, what does your laugh have to do with soap and a floating axe head? 
Well, the Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change even when we see him in different places or different times. God sounds like God all throughout the Bible. So when Jesus went to a wedding where the bride and groom needed help, he did a miracle by filling a bunch of jars with exactly what they needed, wine to keep the wedding going. And when the people were poisoned by sickness and disease, Jesus changed the very nature of their bodies to heal them. Instead of death, he filled them with life. You can probably guess a story about the bread. Jesus fed over 5,000 people with three fish and two loaves. And just like in the story of Elisha, Jesus even multiplied barley loaves. And finally, one night when Jesus' precious friends thought they would sink deep, deep, deep to the bottom of a lake, Jesus, as heavy as a man, walked to them on top of the water as light as a feather. He rescued them. Stories like this are one way you know Jesus is God, because God sounds like God wherever he is in the Bible, and Jesus sounds just like him. Jesus even said, I have not come to get rid of the law, but to fulfill it. He meant that when you put together the puzzle pieces of all the Bible stories, a big, beautiful picture starts to take shape, a picture of Him. Jesus is God, and though He might look a little different in the New Testament than the Old, when you love Him, you'll recognize Him anywhere. I'm so happy you joined me today. Come back next time to find out how a wealthy old woman gave birth to a son, nearly lost him, then got him back again. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Love our podcast? Subscribe for the latest episodes and help kids and parents explore God's Word with Kids Bible in a Year. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.